This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. <laughs> and this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are talking about jalapeno chips. And we have had a very slow start today. This, Who knows what's going to happen with this show? We are struggling today. Oh, I think we have a considerable amount of lag. It's like every time I want to say something, it's like I'm uh, putting it, I'm, I'm writing it in an old-fashioned letter with a fountain pen. I'm sealing it with a wax seal. I'm, I'm uh, dropping it into an old-timey cast-iron mailbox. <laughs> And uh, that I will be hearing back from you at some point in the future. And maybe you'll laugh. I don't know what's happened to my Wi-Fi, Matthew. Everything was so good there for the first two months of lockdown. And now everything is so slow. It's it's OK. Like, I, I love the Victorian tradition <laughs> of, uh, of writing letters about absolutely nothing, which is it, it was sort of prefigured spilled milk. Is prefigured a word? Uh, you know, I think this is just going to encourage us to slow down. This is like the anti-Twitter, right? Uh, right. Having to podcast with a bit of a lag here is going to encourage us to really think about what we want to say and not just rant and, and put dumb podcasts out into the world. That's true. Well, we'll just go with the flow like we always do. We're, we're two of the most laid back people <laughs> on the Internet. Yeah, we are not at all like stressed out, anxious people. Definitely not. No, we we'd like to we like to like kick back with a bag of chips and four twenty man. Be. Yeah, four twenty. It's a it's a holiday <laughs> that's all about chips. <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, okay. so this episode is about jalapeno chips. And uh, did you come up with this topic? I did because I have been eating jalapeno chips pretty much daily for the past two to three months. I think, well, I was doing this before we were in lockdown. So, uh, you know, three to four months maybe. And this is a habit that actually started for me last year. But it, oh, it sounds like we're going down memory lane. If We are. So the first time I really remember buying jalapeno chips was when I was writing my next book, The Fixed Stars, which is coming out in August. I was staying at the home of an acquaintance on Whidbey Island trying to get away to write this book. And 
I needed more snack food than usual because writing is like 70% snacking and 30% writing. Would you say that's Yeah, that's, that's what accurate? Thomas Edison said. Yes. Yes. So I think when I was buying groceries to take up to Whidbey, I, I like bought some stuff I don't usually buy. And I bought a bag of jalapeno potato chips. I think I bought Tim's Cascade brand jalapeno Good call. Yeah. Chips. Anyway, and I took them up there and each evening as I was cooking dinner, I would pour myself a glass of wine and a little bowl of jalapeno chips. And, and then you'd pour the wine into the bowl in, and kind of crush them up a little bit and stir it. I love a good wine-soaked, soggy potato chip. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Actually, that sounds like a, a chip flavor you would get in Britain. Wine-soaked. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Anyway, but uh-huh. I, what I remember most fondly about my jalapeno chip eating during this writing retreat is that one night, I think I discovered, so the, the woman whose house I was staying at was very kind, and she was like, eat and drink whatever you find there. And I discovered that I had all the makings of nice. um, a, man, a Manhattan. And so Oh, yeah, so, I so made... when she got back, her liquor cabinet was completely <laughs> destroyed. Yes. And so anyway, I made myself a Manhattan. Had a Manhattan with my bowl of jalapeno chips. I think this is kind of a weird combination. I think they would have gone better with like margaritas or beer. But anyway, I had my oh, Manhattan. sounds good to me. My bowl of jalapeno chips. And I went and sat in this big armchair in her office in front of like a, <laughs> like a little wood stove. And I read a book during my cocktail hour. And it was one of the best moments of adulthood for me. This sounds like what would happen if an overly sophisticated, like a precocious child ran away like a, like a mixed up files of Mrs. Basley Frankweiler situation. Like they would later mm-hmm. be found sitting in a big overstuffed chair <laughs> drinking a Manhattan that they had shaken themselves and, uh, and eating jalapeno chips. Stirred, Matthew. Stirred. And reading a book. What were you reading? Um, Stirred, sorry. I think I was reading, I think I might have been reading, I, I mean, this is, this is not like fodder for, for humor. Although this book was really funny, the Rachel Cusk book that is about uh, like new parenthood. Is it called A Little? I, we have know, so many listeners called, right now who uh, know what book I'm talking one of about. Outline. Anyway. Um. Uh, kudos. No, those are I mean, novels. I think, I think I should get a lot of credit for coming up with, with a title of a Rachel Cusk book. I think I, think I, think I get like great. a B plus there. Anyway, I cited okay. this book actually um, in my, my book, so I yeah. should know the name of it, but whatever. Did you cite the chips also? I didn't. I should have thanked the chips in the acknowledgement. I, um, I it, In the acknowledgements, I ate have. so many of them. Anyway. Um, yeah, if, if it's not too late, you can cut me out of the acknowledgements and replace me with chips. Okay. I'll do that. Thank um, you. So my my memory lane, I don't remember when I first bought jalapeno chips, but it was definitely a while ago. It was probably in the 90s. And I, I want to say, like, you said we should do jalapeno chips. And I was like, that sounds great. Like, we, we definitely need to do a snack food episode. I love jalapeno chips. Let's do it. And then you said, why don't you research jalapeno chips? I was like, <laughs> okay. You know what the hardest thing in the world to research is? Jalapeno chips. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I could not find when they were introduced. Well, I mean, like, they're they're not considered, like, a separate 
you know, semantically, they are not a separate category from potato chips in general. And yeah. so try to figure out, like, what are the search terms that return, like, jalapeno potato chips? Like, I went to the kettle chips website. Did they say when the jalapeno chips were introduced? No. So I ended up on Google Books. And um, what I found was that uh, the first mention in a book or printed matter that Google has indexed of jalapeno chips is uh, in the in 1974 they were mentioned in a short story in an issue of Writers Forum magazine. I couldn't find the author. <laughs> wow, Matthew, I think this is this is really good. This is deeper research than we usually do. Okay, they didn't become popular till like the late 80s, early 90s. Like I think along with my, my guess, and this is really just a guess, is that uh, probably like a, along with the rise of the jalapeno popper and Tex-Mex food in general. Mm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I seem to remember in our childhood that while there were flavored chips, I mean, certainly like nacho Doritos, Cool Ranch Doritos, I don't remember anything near the varieties of flavored potato chips that we have now. I mean, there was sour cream and onion or or whatever. Yeah, but there was uh, cheddar and sour cream ruffles, which are still a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But it, it it would make sense to me. I'm just going to eat chips throughout this episode, by the way. It would make sense to me if um, jalapeno potato chips had really like gotten a foothold as the number of different flavored potato chip varieties increased. Um, and people were... Like, yeah, but it's interesting to see like which ones become classics and which ones don't. Mm-hmm. Is it very interesting? No, probably not. Well, but- like... God, like Kettle has so many sort of niche variety. There's like Korean barbecue. There was oh, like- I love the Kettle Korean barbecue. It's sweet. Oh, yeah? It's salty. It's spicy. It's great. Ooh, I haven't tried it. Um, the Kettle Chips Chili Verde. Those are also very good. These are so specific. I wouldn't think to buy them. And um, one of my all time favorite chips was the Kettle Chips Cheddar Beer flavor, which was discontinued in like the mid two thousands, I think, and and occasionally comes back as a special edition. Like that is that that is so mean. I think when when they bring back one of my favorite chip flavors for a limited time only. I can't picture it. Cheddar beer. Is it like? Isn't there a type of? Um, you know, like it would show up on uh, like crudite platters and like cheese cube platters. It was like uh, cheddar cheese that was shot through with like uh, dark beer or something. Yeah, like porter or something. Yeah, those, it's, those it's, have, I've always avoided like those on the cheese platter. Well, the cheese cubes. Y- yeah, I don't want. Uh, the I'm ones not really that interested like... in like the the veiny the veiny cheese cubes. <laughs> wow, that but makes but the chip sound is a so different good. thing because it's a, it's fried. Yes, okay. veiny. Veiny. Mm, I love a good veiny cheese cube. But when I was a kid, do you remember the the Jay Leno commercials for Jumpin' Jack cheese flavor Doritos? I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember like whether whether there was like a specific bit to the commercials. It, it was just like Jay Leno eating <laughs> chips. I think because Jay Leno was very big at the time, and I thought he was great. Uh, and uh, so they, they with great fanfare, Doritos introduced new Jumpin' Jack cheese flavor, and I thought they were a delicious chip. They were around for a few years, and I was like, okay, this is like a new member of the Dorito family, along with the nacho cheese, the uh, the Cool Ranch and I think taco flavor. And then like later, taco flavor and Jumpin' Jack cheese both got discontinued unceremoniously. And occasionally they'll come back. But like I I, I think those should be part of the the lineup 
for good. I'm having such an interesting experience listening to you talk about this, not because what you're saying is interesting, but because <laughs> because um, it, 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 like I notice how willing you are to try new food products. Like if I think about like your personality type as a whole, I wouldn't think that you would be like an early adopter of things, but you are consistently. You are an early adopter of chip Oh yeah, flavors, no, and I think I think like like technology. Here we are out in the future. We live on Mars now because Matthew suggested it. We live on Mars with uh, Taylor Kitsch, like in that movie, Tim Riggins Goes to Mars. <laughs> I missed that one. A movie, I think, was, I think it was one of the biggest flops of all time. <laughs> it's a, this is a real movie I'm talking about. Nobody I, saw it. I wish it was called Tim Riggins Goes to Mars. Well, then then people might have seen the movie. Yeah, like, I would have. Yeah, like Tim Tim Riggins and Matt Saracen take over Mars and sign, also like sign me up do they have do they uh do they wind up getting together because they're like the of only course they do humans. are you kidding oh my god I am watching this immediately it's, they have this entire planet to themselves probably there are some like hot Martians also I don't know oh god is there like um like Tim Riggins on Matt Saracen action and vice yes, versa yes for sure oh I'm that's so the, that's the whole point of the movie okay um but they make but they make you wait till like 90 minutes into the movie don't they always anyway but yeah you're an early adopter of like chip flavors, all kinds of things. Right. And like that adventuresome spirit really uh, spills <laughs> over into a lot of areas of my life. Chips, oh. technology pretty much ends right there. <laughs> okay. And chip technology. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It occurs to me that I have never had jalapeno chip. When I think of jalapeno chips, I think of potato chips. I have never had other types of jalapeno flavored chips. Have, do they make them? Oh, they do. So our our favorite, I think both of us uh, love Juanita's tortilla chips. Yes. One, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Juanita's makes a jalapeno tortilla chip, and they also make something called a chilipeno flavor. Mm. And I don't really know how they're different, but they're both tasty. So you've tried them? Oh, yeah, I've tried them. There's jalapeno Fritos, which I don't know if, I think those are a current product. Okay. And they're good. Um, they're not as good as, I, I think like jalapeno and potato chips really have an affinity for some reason. Even though like if you had like a jalapeno heavy salsa, you'd be dipping tortilla chips in it. Right, right. There's Tostitos hint of jalapeno flavor. I think when I have jalapeno chips, I want them really jalapeno-y. I don't want no hint. Right. No, I have had exactly the same thought because like hint of jalapeno, like, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to like bother you by putting much flavor in these. <laughs> Well, but don't, didn't they start with a hint of lime? Isn't that a Tostitos product? Like Tostitos. Yeah, hints I think of they lime? did, and then they started hinting at other things. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, the brand of tortilla chips that my mom always bought was Tostitos. The, you know, they were round. Do you remember that? Yes, I think we were a Tostitos family. Also, I think that was like by far the dominant brand of tortilla chips when we were kids, at least probably on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, well, and maybe in Oklahoma. Wait, you too. weren't on the West Coast. You were in I Oklahoma. But it occurs to me that, yeah, growing up, I think I really, like for me, tortilla chips equaled round Tostitos. And yeah. now- Wow, um, we've gotten so far from jalapeno <sighs> potato chips. We're talking about unflavored round tortilla chips. Can you, <laughs> will you listen to us for a minute? Oh, God. So, okay, hold on. So how is it that, that it came to be jalapeno chips and not like, well, I guess jalapenos are sort of the most popular chili pepper for Tex-Mex kind of stuff, right? Like Serrano chili peppers are just yeah, not I, as, they don't have the same 
social currency, shall we say, social capital? That's right. They don't like if you try and if you can try and like go into a store and pay with Serrano's. <laughs> um, They'll like point to a sign on the on the counter that says we will not exchange Serrano's for jalapenos at this store. No, I love Serrano chilies. Like I, I, on the one hand, I I love jalapenos, and like I've often said, like if you if you put the word jalapeno or peanut butter on your product packaging, I will buy your product no matter what it is. But like if you put Serrano on there, I might even jump that much faster because I love Serrano chilies. I made a homemade pico de gallo the other day with uh, some chopped up Serranos. It was terrific. Oh, man. I never even think of it. I, I think I just never I never think about the difference. Have we done an episode where we tasted like jalapeno versus Serrano so that I can learn? I think we did a green chili episode, but I don't know. It was a long that... time ago and I don't know what we did and we should revisit it. But I also feel like when when you say green chili, like that is a whole, that to me is a separate category from jalapeno and serrano. I think of like hatch chilies immediately. Yeah. And you like know? poblano chilies, maybe? Yes. Yes. I think of, of like bigger chilies. Okay. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do a jalapeno versus serrano episode. Great. Okay. But Matthew, do you tend to buy jalapeno chips on a regular basis now like I do? Fairly regular. So I, well, I wanted to ask you like where do, it sounds like jalapeno chips rank high in your pantheon of a flavored potato chip. Oh, right? I, think, I think for me, they're at the top. Like, if it tells okay. you anything, yesterday I did one of one of my, like, you know, giant grocery runs. Mm-hmm. And now that they, so for a while, earlier in the pandemic, there was a sign on the chip aisle at my grocery store that said, like, please only, like, limit yourself to one bag per type. Sure. And, one um, bag per type? Well, like, I think that it wasn't like you could only get one bag of chips, but you weren't supposed to, like, buy out all of one particular flavor or one that seems reasonable brand, right okay so now that sign isn't there so i'm that person yesterday who came out of the grocery store with three bags of kettle jalapeno chips oh yeah and one bag of kettle um crinkle cut salt and pepper which is june's oh those favorite. are great yeah June loves those. Those, so. those strike me as like a primo party chip. Like if you if you take a big punch bowl and you open one of those big bags of the the uh, kettle crinkle cut uh, salt and pepper chips and dump them into the punch bowl, a party will just form around the bowl. Which if is you, why at the current time you, you are it, not allowed come. to do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. So we we just pour them into small bowls, and that's allowed right now. That is that is allowed. Yes. Uh, the a bowl a bowl that can that can attract like one or two family members. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my my pantheon of flavored chips, I would put jalapeno maybe third or fourth. What? Yeah. Okay. That's no, true. Tell me your list. Uh, number one, chicken and waffles. No, just kidding. Like, I rarely buy, like, I'm te- always tempted to buy those, like, you know, we came up with three new flavors that uh, were invented by some of our chip fans uh, promotions. They're, they never really deliver for me. Number one, sour cream and onion, for sure. Number two, salt and vinegar. Number three, jalapeno. Okay. For me, jalapeno, number one right at the top. But that said, I'm also not really a chip dipper. I think that if I were someone who, whenever I opened a bag of chips, I also took like a tub of dip out of the fridge, Mm -hmm. I think I I might go for 
a different flavor because I just what I love about these is they are so perfect on their own. They don't leave a funny taste in my mouth like sometimes the vinegar, salt and vinegar ones do or the ones with sort of oniony kind of stuff going on do. Oh, yeah. Those will definitely like do funky things to your mouth. Even though I. uh, okay, so I really think the beverage to drink with the jalapeno chip is either probably uh, just a beer any kind of beer, mm-hmm. frankly, probably a light colored beer or a margarita, though I haven't tried it. Um, you know what I but, think goes well with a, with a jalapeno chip is a lemon lime soda, such as a Sprite. Oh, I haven't tried that. Very tasty. Um, okay. I have some squirt in the fridge right now, and I think I'm going to pour myself a glass of squirt to go with uh, my jalapeno chips. Okay. Do it. What Should I, I do it right now? Yeah, do it, and I'm just going to vamp. I, the, the listeners are going to love you, you it. You vamp, vamp for a minute. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm back with squirt. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So, everybody... Here is my only complaint about jalapeno chips, and it's not really about jalapeno chips. But so the normal size of kettle chip bag, whoop, I just dropped my bag, is five ounces. All right. Five ounces is is the size of this bag I've got in front of me. And I am here to report that in our household, where both Ash and I eat these, we go through one bag of jalapeno kettle chips in like 36 hours and it is just dumb this has been a really scintillating vamp i've done but anyway uh recently i was at a different grocery store and i found the sharing size of jalapeno kettle chips i was just boring the listeners with my rants about the size of oh i can't wait to hear this i i didn't hear any of it so it was very boring but anyway i was saying that ash and i go through so my local grocery store only carries the five ounce size of of kettle jalapeno oh. chips which now, is my that preferred five brand. size but that's like the regular size bag right it is the regular size bag but let's say i have a small bowl of them while i'm cooking dinner let's say ash has a handful of them with their sandwich at lunchtime we will go through one bag of these in 36 to 48 hours at that rate yeah no i know what you mean I'm trying to think of the, if a bag of chips has ever lasted more than 48 hours in my house. I mean, I don't think so. No, what I was going to say is that especially in these like weird days lately where, you know, uh, the days are so similar, right? And and the days are just mm-hmm. very long sometimes. When I look at the clock and I discover that it's like four o'clock, maybe almost five o'clock, I get so excited, not only because the day is almost done, <laughs> But because (laughs) it is almost time for me to pour myself a bowl of jalapeno chips and a glass of wine. And 
really nice. i i feel like they don't even go that well together but it's like become like a pavlovian response for me now i just want my jalapeno chips and my glass of wine even though they aren't a natural pair i mean if they're not a natural pair why did elizabeth david write that book a bowl of jalapeno chips and a glass of wine <laughs> oh yes Yes, that's a that's, that's a classic of food writing. <laughs> it is. It is. Definitely not an omelet. Nope. Def- yeah, that was the that was her next book actually. Definitely not an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a collection of like 18 essays that got like progressively more profane about how much she hated omelets. <laughs> It was a very strange move, but I respected it. I wonder how many of our listeners are going to enjoy that that little joke or how many of them will be like, what the hell is Matthew talking about? They'll be they'll be like three. Okay. If you if you are familiar with the, the Elizabeth David book, an omelet and a glass of wine and you got that joke, even if you didn't like the joke, please get in touch. Contact at SpillMilkPodcast.com just to say I hear you. OK, so so she wrote the one. I'm definitely not an omelet. Uh, which was which was just about how she didn't hate omelets, and then and then uh, she just started like writing books about how other foods that she hated, um, like <laughs> what other ones? Uh, the the potato. Let's bury it for good, and uh, and then she she went on. She wrote this long book. It was like over four hundred pages about the uh, Doritos Loco Taco from Taco Bell. And uh, and why she thought it was a bad idea, and it was twenty five years before that product was introduced. <laughs> this is great, Matthew. Do you want to just do the rest of the show by yourself, talking about fictional Elizabeth David books? I think I maybe I do. Okay, go on. Do you have any others? No, that's uh, I ran out of I ran out of bit right there. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I had some time to think <laughs> when your when your Wi Fi exploded. Okay. And uh, and that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. In case the listeners wonder if if they notice I sound any different, I'm now in the living room and uh, we've gotten guinea pigs. Oh yeah, that are, guinea pigs are great for soundproofing. You've you've like. <laughs> glued them all over the walls of the living room. They're very furry. Though, though they don't have a lot of density. So, yeah, so I, don't, I don't really know how it works. But anyway, okay, what else did we have to say about... Oh, so Matthew, have you tried different brands of jalapeno chips? So I came up with a list of, I think, five brands of jalapeno potato chips that I've tried. And these are those brands. Pringles, pretty good. Hmm. Uh, Lay's Kettle Cooked, which is what I'm eating today, which are good, like Lay's, I think, always have like a good texture and a good amount of salt. These could definitely have more jalapeno flavor. Mm, Okay. Kettle, Kettle, I think, is maybe the gold standard for jalapeno chips. I agree with you. I I remember that my brother, David, I remember him like sort of talking about how much he loved kettle jalapeno chips the last time I saw him, which was before I uh, got into kettle jalapeno chips. (laughs) Was he he the one who introduced you to it? Was he your pusher? I don't think so. I think I I think I brought it on myself. <laughs> um, but anyway, I remember him talking about how spicy they were, like crazy spicy. And it even says hot with this like red emblem on the front of the package. But I don't know if I'm like just so used to them. That, like they just seem normal to me now. Yeah, there aren't many mass market chips that are really that spicy. Even like, you know, like Trader Joe's ghost chili potato chips, not that spicy. Yeah, I mean, I think June would not want to eat these, but she's tasted them and she was fine. She mm-hmm. survived it. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, I always buy kettle. I also, uh, I used to buy, remember the, the first time I think I bought Tim's Cascade, which has a slightly different jalapeno flavor, but is also very spicy. Yeah, Tim's, Tim's Cascade are good. And I'm also a fan of the full line of Miss Vicky's chips. But you don't see as those. much. I think they're Canadian. Okay. It might be British, but uh, might be Canadian. And uh, my favorite of theirs is the salt and malt vinegar flavor, but their jalapeno chips are also very good. Mm. Uh, where do you buy Miss Vicky's in Seattle? Oh, that's a good question. Like, I don't have a standard place that I look for them. Um, I think I think they might actually have them at Safeway now. It used to be you could barely get them in the U.S. at all, and then they started seeping in. Okay, I'll have to look for them. Uh, do you think that my sound would be any better if I, I turned and, and spoke into the sofa? <laughs> I, I think it sounds fine. <laughs> I okay. don't, don't worry about it. I think, okay. I think if you, you know how like inside of a dog, it's too dark to read? <laughs> Maybe you just like smushed your face up against the side of that dog. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do. I've got my dog here. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't see the guinea pigs, obviously, because they're on the wall. I'm using them for soundproofing, as we already discussed. Right. And you, the listener, can't see them because it's an audio podcast. <laughs> as opposed to one of those visual podcasts? This, like when In the early days of podcasting, there was, there was like a sense that maybe video podcasting would be a thing. I think like before YouTube really took over our lives. And, and like even like on iTunes, there was like, you know, top 10 audio food podcasts, top 10 video food podcasts. And then they realized like no one, no one wants a video podcast because you can't enjoy it like in your car or like at work. Well, yeah. And that just seems like a, like a boring TV show. It, it was, yeah, it was like, uh, it was a boring TV show. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're something special. We're, we're a boring TV show with no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that is special. <laughs> Wait, that sounded like the closing joke right there. I'm Matthew Hamster Burton. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisberg. Uh, find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com <laughs> and facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Find us on Instagram at spilledmilkpodcast. Our producer is Abby Circatella. Molly, tell, tell the people about our new podcast that they're tired Ooh. of hearing about. Yeah, yeah. So we have a brand new podcast launched on May 18th called Dire Desires. It is a podcast about life lessons gleaned from erotic thrillers. And of course, it's a comedy podcast. We're not serious mm-hmm. about these life lessons, but it is delightful. Oh. I was I was completely, this was supposed to be, I've been living my life according to <laughs> the precepts of the of movie Body, Body of, of Evidence. Evidence. Great. Anyway, um, we have had so much fun making this podcast um, and we want to share it with you. And so go listen. You can find Dire Desires wherever you already find your podcasts and you can check it out also at diredesirespodcast.com. All right. That's it. Hopefully, hopefully uh, this episode's going to edit together. I loved the closing joke and I loved how panicked you seem to take advantage of it and get the hell out of this show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next time. Okay. Bye, everybody. I'm Matthew. Hey, I'm Molly. (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay and it's this gonna is be a the show where we took something uh, okay all right bye reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 